as coaches, as parents, let's be intentional about, you know, not putting additional pressure on people. You know, let's try to you know, keep them focused on, on what they're doing as opposed to making it more difficult. It's time again for the Coaching Life podcast to put out, I'm trying to think of something really cool to say, like put out a, a world-renowned podcast episode that's going to just completely inspire minds, destroy arguments. You think we might increase our followers by opening like that? 10% or something. Oh, we're not, we're not going to save this. We have increased <laughs> followers uh, significantly in the last couple of months. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Welcome to the coaching life. Welcome to this campus of Ohio University, the building of Scripps College of Communication, where outside of this studio, it smells delicious. (laughs) I'm not sure I'm going to be able to focus. Today is our annual cookout with the dean. You know what it smells like, Coach? Smells like a Sunday afternoon. On the streets of Cleveland, <laughs> right before a Browns victory. That's what it smells like. Do you watch any football this I, weekend? I was Coach? looking. For, I was looking this outside to see if, if there were any. If there was poop on the sidewalk, or no, no, not in spell like I that. Maybe thought you stepped good. in something when no, you no, came no. in. No, not this week. It's victory. Just, are you talking about tailgate? This is Victory Vic- Tuesday. Yeah, for the Brownies, the and, best team in the NFL, and and, and for who else? I mean, they the 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 Bengals isn't that your yeah, them as well. that your favorite them team? as well. <laughs> the Cowboys sneaked the Cowboys by the Chargers. They snuck by. Honestly, the Chargers. they probably didn't deserve it. The charge they. Hurt. Is there any more yin and yang player than Dak Prescott? You take the you performance know what I think of about Dak, Dak Prescott two weeks ago and you back it up to last night's. But he balled out last night. And here's something I noticed. I, I told my friend Biz this year, last week, BJ Ganguly, if he listened, give him a shout out today. It's his birthday up in New Jersey. You know Biz? You ever know you, Biz? You told, you told me about Awesome, it. dude. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the story of Biz someday. But, uh, I mean, like my rela- our relationship mm-hmm. and how we came to yeah, know yeah. each other. But uh, we talked about how Dak seemed like he was afraid to run the football. For, for a couple of games there early in you know last the couple, a couple of those games that they lost it, it he seemed like very reluctant hmm. he he ran he took he took off last night i think that first touchdown they scored where they it was a read option he kept it he he read the the outside linebacker to, you know chase and pollard and and he kept it and ran 18 yards for a touchdown it seemed like that kind of reminded him i can do this yeah he, he got on his feet last I night i feel like dak is the kind of athlete that when things are going really well He's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And when there's a little bit of struggle, some challenge, maybe some pressure. Oh, he, man, you're good. He starts to fall apart. You're good. You know what I mean? There's the yin and yang. Yeah. Just a he guy might, that doesn't he, seem like he can handle the pressure. He has, I don't know. Uh, he has folded under the pressure. <clears throat> but wait a uh, minute. That's a myth. Pressure? Pressure is a myth. So, folks, this is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about pressure. And I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say something, and then I'm gonna just throw it over to Pat, Coach Martin, over here, and let oh, him. Oh, you can call me Pat. On. Everyone knows that's what yeah, you that's call right. me. You don't respect so me. So here, we, here we go, Coach. <laughs> Pressure is not real. It is a construct of our imagination, and so it's time, as this as this article says by Aaron. Uh, 
E-Tough, PhD, it is time to let go of the myth that pressure drives performance. Pressure is nothing but a myth. Well, so when I was reading that article, I it, it's kind of confusing because I think what his argument is, is that, well... Boy, there's just a lot of ways to go right now. There is. My, yeah. my mind's yeah. boggling. It's, it's, all, it's swirling. Yep. Should I read a little bit, or do you, or will that help you put some context to it? Or do you, Well, I know somewhere in the article he said he's, he's making the point. And I think that this people, is a woman, by the way. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's not okay. I think it's a woman, Aaron. My bad. I, I could be wrong, we too. Might just Who knows? Lo- we might have just lost all of our female <laughs> listeners. Sorry about that. I didn't. I was well, wrong. Nah, well, I, well, here, and the, the only reason I say that is the way it's spelled. Like, I don't know for sure. But, like, isn't typically E-R-I-N a female? Why do you keep burying me here, Coach? Let's just move on. But, I screwed it up. Well, you didn't look at the <laughs> author's name. You just heard me say, did you even read the article? Yeah. <laughs> In the article, he make, she makes the point. <laughs> she. Sorry, dang it. That... Use them all. When people say, I like pressure. Yeah. That. I work better under. Yeah, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. And I might agree with that. Hmm. But the, 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 the argument, I think the... The, the you know the statement that pressure is something that we imagine yeah <laughs> which in which makes it very very real in my opinion <laughs> because yes. you know that's just the, because you're imagining it doesn't mean that it's 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 just basically we're saying it, it's perceived it's not real it's yeah. perceived well, sure yeah but is your perception reality like that perception is increasing the heart rate that perception is creating inflammation in your body, right? That, that that's yeah. kind of that's kind of the point, you know, is that 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 these that these writers, I think, the people that stand on the side of pressure is is not good for us, or it's not something that that we should embrace. It's mm-hmm. not something that that we should look at someone and say, man, they they're just good under pressure. Mm-hmm. But but then we we see it happen though again, like you said. Dak doesn't seem to be good under pressure. Right. Well, is he creating that for himself, or what? What? What is the pressure? Then? Yeah. I mean, and you know, and Dak, and I think it translates to everybody in their own situation. But I think Dak has Dak Prescott has, for his career, you know, he came on the scene and he was, you know, this newfound quarterback for the Cowboys, and everyone was excited about him. But he's always been fighting to prove how good he really is. Yeah, you know, so I think he has that maybe a chip on his shoulder, whatever you want to call it. He he feels like, you know, he has to prove his his value, and it that normally happens when it's a close game, when it comes yeah. down to the end of the game, when you're playing a really good defense. Uh, you know, and those situations that I'm that I'm naming there are situations that as a Sports society, we would often correlate or associate with the word pressure. (laughs) So in essence, pressure then is something that what we can come back to whether or not it's real or not, Mm -hmm. but it's felt. Pressure is certainly felt, but it's felt because of expectations that other people have put on you or expectations that you 
impose upon yourself. Yeah. And it's and 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 those expectations that cause the pressure is they're 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 packaged in caring too much about the result. Mm. Yes, very good. Right? Or care right. or or not I shouldn't say too much, just caring about the result. Like yes. being focused on the on what's going to happen if I don't. Yes. And so then pressure's created. Right. As opposed to staying in the moment and just focusing on that moment. Absolutely. The progress. Yeah, good word Process. There. And I do think people function better under pressure, but it's kind of a uh, a misnomer because I don't think those people that, that function better under pressure, they're not feeling the pressure. So there is no pressure yeah, for them. Yeah. And normally what happens is a lot of people around them are feeling the pressure. So they... They rise up. We've seen it. Uh, they taught. They had a uh, I don't know, study, or I don't know what they did or why they did it, but they had the heart rate of Patrick Mahomes during that uh, Chiefs Bills game. It was either last year or the year before. I think it was the year before mm. when, in like the last two minutes, both teams. It was a close game, but both teams scored like seven touchdowns collectively, <laughs> just back and forth, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. And Patrick Mahomes' heart rate on the sideline was sky high. Oh, really? Yes. He couldn't, you know, it's like he's nervous. He's watching, he's watching Josh Allen. Yeah, Buffalo I mean, Bills imagine lead would, his team up be, the right. field. Sounds normal to me. Sure. When he went to the huddle, so Josh, yeah. Josh Allen threw a touchdown to put the Bills up. Patrick Mahomes comes in the middle field. He, he goes to the huddle. And his heart rate drops. It's yeah. in the sixties. He's 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 doing what he knows he's prepared to do. Yeah, he's in complete control yeah. of his emotion, of his perception, of that pressure. You know, he's he's ready to yeah to uh, to go through the process of what he knows he needs to do to be successful. And you know how that feels as an athlete. You know, I mean, as an athlete and as a coach of athletes now, like we feel that there's a different feeling beforehand like during the day of games riding the bus to the game you know that's where the butterflies start to to swarm in in the stomach and you get there and you're warming up and and once you start warming up it's almost like there's a little bit of relief but then the but then after the warm up you're watching the other team take in field outfield you go and take it a little bit of relief yeah. right and then after the after that, now you got the meeting at the plate. You got the national anthem. What's that? And national anthem, I've got my hand over my heart, and I'm feeling it. Wow, my heart's really racing. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's that anticipation of what's about to happen. But then once it begins, it, once the game starts, and you're doing what you have prepared to do, it's almost like we can relax a little bit now. Absolutely. And you don't want to like relaxing isn't necessarily the best word, but it, it it's the way it feels. Mm-hmm. Like it's fe- it's it's that heart rate thing and and it has to do with I think it has to do with knowing that you're prepared to do what what you're there to do. Sure. But that there's something about the anticipation that creates the pressure because that's where your imagination runs wild. Yeah. So you know, then you get in a situation where it's difficult to simulate um, in practice, and and yeah. you, and you don't feel as prepared, you know, to handle that situation. So you know, a close game, you're coming to the plate, you're going to the foul line, you know, with mm-hmm. you know, just a couple seconds left, you know, whatever it is. 
it's hard, it's difficult to replicate that feel, that scenario in practice. I think there's ways to to do it to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I think as coaches, we should we should strive to to put our you know players in those situations during practice. But think about why it's hard to create that and why it never will equal mm-hmm. the pressure you feel because because you know that there's no score, like there's no outcome, there's no if I lose in practice at this practice scrimmage or whatever we we've, whatever we've created to try to simulate the pressure that's not going to matter. Like no one's going to know about that. Right. But everyone's going to know if we lose tomorrow sure. in this game because it shows up on our record and people we're wearing our uniforms that day and we're doing or you can wear your uniforms in practice that's not going to matter but we're but it's it's this psychological issue of of you've created what it should feel like, like well you've created it and you've allowed the ex the external, you know, the people that, well, it's just, it's, it's really, it's outcome. It's outcome. It's based on outcome in this. It's like it's, it's focused on the outcome. Pressure is fo- focused on the outcome. Yeah. That's and cool. I would use another example and I think it's really valid and it's valid to, at, you know, all students is when, you, you know, a lot of students really struggle to take tests. My, my youngest yeah. son, Jeremiah, he, he, he struggles, <clears throat> has struggled in the past to take tests. And w- one of the things I noticed was he just, he gets really nervous when he goes in to take that test. And, you know, he's, he, he doesn't feel like, or he hasn't in the past, felt like he's going to do well. It's very relevant. Yeah. And I've, you know, we've talked to him and, you know, kind of tried to, you know, qualm his concerns about, um, you know, what he's going to get on the grade, what he's going to get on the test. Just do the best that you can. And what that's, what that's turned into is we, you know, when we know the test is coming, we study multiple times before that test. So he's studying, 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 and he knows when he gets, when he wakes up in the morning to go take that test, he's done the work yeah. that he needs to do to be prepared, you know, to take yeah. that test. It takes a lot of the pressure off, but still that nervousness of knowing that oh, I could do bad on this, you know, I could get a bad grade on this mm-hmm. test impacted him while he was taking the test, you know, the day of and while he was taking the test distracted him, you know, that's pressure. And did he cave? So would you say he caved under the pressure? Some, I mean, I mean, he's, like, he's, is that is that the right way to look at it? Or? He's always well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you you know, I took a stress management class in in college. Boy, I've, I may have forgotten all the key techniques of this, but the, the 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 main the primary lesson from that course was everyone has stress. It's the way that you deal with it. Yeah, you know, that dictates how that stress impacts you. And I would say that pressure, um, may, you know, maybe it's not as true for the pressure. I think I, th- I do think pressure is is created by our own perception. We put that pressure on ourselves, even if we have <laughs> a parent over in the crowd, you know, telling, saying to do a certain thing, or you know, cheering or complaining. Well, and, that, and that's a, a, the lesson to be learned there for for a parent is that you're adding to the pressure. You are only absolutely. absolutely. You're only making. You're only giving your 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 kid or your team. If you're rooting against your team, you're only giving them more things that they can be distracted by, mm-hmm. more obstacles that they have to climb over. You know, more cha- the challenges. Is, yeah. You know, the game's hard enough as it is. Let alone you know when we put all these uh, mental pressures on them. So. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Uh, you know, that's something as parents we need, we need to yeah. be aware of. Well, I think some of the 
some of the focus of this this particular article that we referenced here was that we need to um, try to figure out ways to eliminate mm-hmm. that feeling, right? And that's where, that, like, let me read. Let me just read a, yep, yeah. a quote from it, and then I, and then let's contrast it with something that Tim, like Tim Grover, talks about in his book Relentless, which you and I have talked about many times. Right. So this this author says this. We have to start challenging the idea that performance is gained by sacrificing our mental fitness and well-being, or that sucking it up and pushing through is some badge of honor and a ticket to the top. Pressure doesn't make people better. In fact, the and I would I'm going to question this. The evidence indicates that it makes them worse, and I'm not sure where the author gets the right to say the evidence. Like, there is no link to any evidence. I mean, earlier in the article, um, she says something like, there is no evidence, well, this is a direct quote, there is no evidence that we work better under pressure. And that's a link to another article that a person wrote uh, whose whose name is not attached to it. Uh, Yeah, it is, Dr. Dr. Bill Noss. So all these people with PhDs, right? So they must know. Well, now, uh, but th- that article is called "The Procrastination Fallacy of Working Better Under Pressure," and so what this article focuses on it's kind is of a different context. people. Yes, people who wait until the last minute to do something, and then they get it done, and they get it, and and they do good work, and then they and then their reaction, the response to that is, well, it's just because I do I work better under pressure, and so they basically uh, they. They align procrastinating, creating stress for yourself so that you can do better. And sort of, and, and there is no, like the only study that I saw being done is I think this company, this group uh, that, that sponsored this first article by Aaron Ito, so that in, in July of 2021, we asked 1,693 nationally, nationally representative U.S. United States workers, how often does your performance at work suffer due to challenges with anxiety, stress, or other performance-related mental health issues? So they're they're equating pressure with things like anxiety and stress, which I guess in a, essentially that's what it is. Sure. And and this is what they said: we found from our study of of polling these 1,600 people. Uh, performance pressure and stress are widespread. One in four report struggling with performance weekly due to stress, anxiety, and performance pressure at work. 63% report struggling at least monthly. 5%, that's one in 20, described it as a daily struggle. And so they're basically, their, prim- their, their conclusion then is performance pressure and poor performance can become a reinforcing downward spiral if we continue to try to, to push the fact that pressure is good for us. Yeah, and I, I would, I would probably agree with that. I don't know why you would seek to put yourself in a situation where you have added pressure to yourself. Um, yeah, they seem to be these. Those two articles seem to be. Uh, um, they're talking more about when focusing you, mostly on self-induced. Right, and, and you know, pre- procrastination is not a—it's uh, not a virtue. No. <laughs> so, no. you know, I don't know that they're going to get too many people to argue that you know you shouldn't procrastinate. Um, does it put added 
pressure on you when you do? Yes. Could you not have done the same work if you would have done it, you know, giving yourself uh, time to do it? I think you probably would. You know, I, I, I would say that I probably agree that pressure does not increase performance. I think what we see is that, uh, you know, as, as fans, as, as people and, you know, watching movies, watching sports events, you know, watching any, you know, any stories that we listen to, it is when the pressure is there. It's when we're in these moments where, you know, the odds are against us, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, we're facing a difficult challenge that, and we overcome those situations that we, you know, we, we elevate those and we, we, we praise those moments because, oh, look, it's you know, someone triumphed in, yeah. a, in a situation that was really difficult. So we put a lot of, um, uh, insight. We, 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 you know, shine a light on those, on those moments. But I don't think that we're, when we do that, we're saying pressure is good. We're saying pressure was part of the challenge and this person overcame it. And it was, you know, because of that, yeah. it makes, it makes the accomplishment greater. What here's, 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 here's a quote from Tim Grover the book is called relentless from good to great to unstoppable. Yeah. I tell my guys, pressure, pressure, pressure. <laughs> Most people run from stress. I run to it. Stress keeps you sharp. It challenges you in ways you never imagined and forces you to solve issues and manage situations that send weaker people running for cover. You can't succeed without it. Your level of success is, devi- is defined by how well you embrace it and manage it. I think, and yeah, I'm, the, the, <laughs> the points are in a completely different discussion. We're comparing apples to oranges. What does Tim Grover do as a professional? He works with some of the highest, highest performing athletes and he prepares in, physically them. and mentally. And he prepares them for what? For those moments. For those mo- well, pressure for every moments. Every day. And how does he do that? By, a given, by putting pressure yeah, on putting them. putting it on them. And that's true. In that, you know, it, you know, that's why the Navy SEALs go through the amount of training that they do and you know the crazy training that they do because they know that if we could, if they can put that's you extreme know, pressure yeah they put yeah. you put you under extreme pressure that you're gonna you're gonna feel pressure when you're out in the field yeah you're gonna feel pressure when you get out on the missions so if you can function here under the pressure that we put you under you're gonna be able to to function out there and they the, you know they, their goal is to put them under a lot more in, mm-hmm. in, in, in intense pressure so the I think the preparation to meet that pressure, and if you are prepared, then you're not afraid of it. Yeah. And in a way, you would seek it because you know if you're prepared for it and others aren't, that makes you better. Well, that's, and that's, that's where Grover sends his athletes to. I right. mean, in fact, he says this later on in the book. He says, I don't want to hear that someone can't handle pressure. Everyone can handle pressure. Most people just choose not to because it's easier to stay safe and in the comfort zone. Yeah. He says, but if you want to be successful to have that place in, in the sun, then you have to leave the, you know, you got to leave the shade. He says, you can't be relentless if you can't take discomfort and you can't be unstoppable if you only deal with pressure when you have no choice. 
so he, he's talking about you know create you know allowing allowing yourself to have to function underneath it constantly yeah he and i love this quote he says pressure can bust pipes but it can also make diamonds <laughs> no pressure no Depends diamonds on how you look at it you yeah. know who said that what's that you know who said no pressure no diamonds Robert Griffin the third before he was the Browns quarterback. You know what his next job was? <laughs> Not a quarterback. Working for SPM. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's a you know, it's a it's a tricky conversation. Uh yeah, I don't I don't think that it seems disingenuous to me to say that it's something that doesn't exist. Me too. Like I even listened to a podcast to try it because I, I looked I looked it up on, you know, our podcast search engines and things like that. You know, pressure, you know, just, just type in the keyword pressure. And I saw a whole bunch of, you know, episodes on it. And there was one in particular, and I can't remember the name of the podcast. It's not that important anyway. But it, it, he opened up by saying pressure isn't real. It's a construct of our imagination, sort of like the way I opened up here kind of facetiously. But, and then he, sa- he read a quote from Kobe Bryant, who, interestingly enough, is one of the people that Tim Grover trains. Yes. And I, and I wonder if in reading this quote and hearing what Kobe said about this and knowing from the stories that Tim Grover wrote about, m- many of which are in his book, Winning, uh, he talks mostly about Michael Jordan in the book Relentless, but in his book Winning, he has a lot of Kobe Bryant stories. It's sort of a tribute to Kobe because he wrote that book after Kobe's I read, death. I haven't read Winning yet. And, uh, but I wonder if... if if everyone is, I wonder if it's just like, if, if this conversation about pressure, like how to minimize pressure, don't focus on pressure on one side and then the other side saying, embrace it, create it every day. If it's just like, if it's like two trains passing each other on completely different tracks, like, I do. like it's not, they're not coming head to head on the same track. It's just like two different things. Are we talking about two different things? Yeah. Here's what he said. Kobe said, pressure is self-inflicted. It is self-made. And it's the imagination. We have to control our mind and realize that pressure does not exist. We create pressure for ourselves. So why would Kobe say that? But see, that's like a weird, like that that statement in itself is just weird. It is. It doesn't exist. We would create it. So it exists. You know what I mean? So it's like back and forth. But I understand what he's saying. Sure, sure. Like I agree with, I agree with what he's saying. It, you know, yeah, there's no, there's no, you can't see it. Uh you can't weigh it, <laughs> right. but you can feel it. Yes, and it's because of you know it's because of the way that you're perceiving something. It's because of you know a fear, you know a, a nervousness. So it's there. It's like standing up in the middle of an airplane and looking in the back and saying, "You could either choose to believe it or not believe it, but I am telling you right now that back there is not real." <laughs> Oh, shoot. Oh, man. What was that lady's name? I don't know. What in the heck? <laughs> you didn't see that? Oh, I saw it. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know where what it came relevant? from. It's like, what's not real? Like, what are we talking about? Did you see it any follow-up? Re- what's that? Oh, never mind. What was the follow-up to that? I don't know. They, I, she just, they interviewed her. and She used it as a marketing scheme or something. I don't know. That'd be smart. That's a good idea. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, she is she is a marketing strategist. I think that's what that's what she does for a living. Hmm. I never. Yeah. Pretty wealthy, I think. Interesting. She Not made herself real. pretty famous. Yeah. 
So I don't know. That's weird. But yeah, I mean, it is real. It is real because you feel it. Because you feel it. Yeah. yeah. And I think Kobe's saying that. He's acknowledging that. The key is being able to recognize it. Why is it. it real? Knowing why it's real. Yeah. Why it's there. What right. What's causing it, right? Yeah. And I think that's that might be where the conversation can lead to some kind of conclusion, and we might end up on the same page with everybody that's saying it isn't. It isn't yeah, a and real I think, thing. I think that is where the, the you know Tim Grover and and the Aaron. What was their last name? Um. I didn't read the E-tall, article. So. E-A-T-O-U-G-H. E-tall like, or E-tough? I feel like that's where they come together because she's saying we need to eliminate pressure. And Tim Grover saying we need to seek pressure. But they're both saying it because they know that it will help, the, it, it, will inc- it will improve in performance. That if you're not ready for it, Yes. It's, you're you're, you're going to cave. Yes. So the way that we eliminate it is to be prepared for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think when you recognize what it is and you know where it comes from, you know, because it does, it extends from being outcome-oriented rather than process-oriented. And so people like Kobe, people like Jordan, people who, who perform at the highest level, they, you know, Mahomes, you know, when his heart rate went down, like when he's on the sideline, he's thinking about all the outcomes. Oh, Alan just scored. I got a score. Mm-hmm. Outcome, right? And, and you're thinking about that. You get on the field, what are you thinking about? Just the, the next play. Yeah. Just just this play. Just the, and so that's going to lower your heart rate. And so the I think the strategy then is to whenever you're feeling pressure, pause and tell yourself the reason why this is here is because I'm thinking about the outcomes. Yep. And I can't control the outcomes right now. So that outcome is causing my heart rate to increase. That outcome is creating pressure in me. And so I need to focus on what I can control right now. Yep. And when I do that, I'm thinking about the process. And that and that is then going back to the Aaron's article, that's removing pressure. That's mm-hmm. eliminating the pressure. Yeah. And this is you know Brian Kane is I mean this is mm-hmm. this is what he's big on uh, Nate Trotsky. Is all you know? Nate Trotsky talks about the you know the elite athletes of mm-hmm. the world yeah. have this uncanny ability to control their emotions in situations where they shouldn't be able to. Yeah, you know to 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 lower their heart rate to be you know they're they're ready for the situation. That's what elite players do. Um, how do they do it? Well, there's you know that's that's what these guys get paid big money to to teach and to yeah. instruct. So you know. It's a thing, and it's been a thing, and I don't think I, I, I I've never like I, I that's probably the only context where I've heard that I can think of where someone say I you know I like pressure. Now I've heard athletes say it, you know oh, I like sure. pressure. Sometimes I feel like they're trying to convince themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a that's a technique. It is to 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 handle the pressure that they're dealing yeah. with. Right, maybe to let everyone else around them know, to give them a little bit of confidence right, in right, them, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, it's a technique, but I mean, it, I, I don't know that any human, if they could choose, you know, in a vacuum, do you want pressure or not pressure, that they would choose pressure, you know, discomfort, right? Now, if they're preparing for something, <laughs> you know, Tim Graver saying, I seek it. But he's well, doing it but, with intention. But here's what he says at the end of that chapter. 
he calls them cleaners, people, people that perform at this highest level, right? Yeah. Cleaners. They never feel external pressure. They only believe what is inside of them. I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, you, you're, you only have the ability to feel the pressure that, that you're feeling like that's yeah. like nobody, like it's, it's something that you're creating. Right. And so if you're somebody who, you know, that you have prepared, you know, that you're ready for the moment, then all you're thinking about is that all your feet, like it's, it's that, that's your, that's your greatest concern. Or if you understand, um, if you understand the overriding value of what you're doing. So an mm -hmm. example of the Alabama softball team, you know, they, who the Oklahoma softball team. Oh yeah. The Oklahoma, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, they throughout, you know, that season throughout their, their chase to be great softball players and to win games mm -hmm. and to win championships, they maintained their focus on, on a, on a greater yeah. calling and, you know, knowing that and knowing that, you know, their relationship with, with God and, 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 and Jesus was, is more important than anything that they would experience. Yeah. They're, they were prepared for those moments. They felt less pressure. That's true. In those moments. Right. Yeah, they, because their perspective was so much bigger, so much greater right. than that moment or the outcome from that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, might be a good time to, to mention this. I'm wondering if our, our boy uh, Nathan is going to get signed on off the practice squad this this. Well, I, I, see, I haven't read any news Lawrence, about, out of Jacksonville. Lawrence is he out. Get hurt. So Berthard is starting. And and see Brady Yonker told me last night Brady one of my players uh, from Eastern uh, graduated last year he was in the weight room last night with us and he said that he had just he asked me he said he just bought a Nathan Rourke jersey like a couple weeks ago that's awesome and he said uh, I told him well he asked if I had if you know next time I got a chance to see or talk to Nathan if I could have him sign it oh and I said well I, you know, Coincidentally, I'm doing his brother Curtis's wedding in February, so I'll, I'll most likely see him, and he and so I'll take it. Well, last night he said, "Would you believe it?" He came up to me. He goes, "Can you believe that after I bought that jersey with whatever number Nathan had, he, Nathan's changed his number. He's wearing he's wearing number twelve now, like which is what he had in the preseason." And I said, "I, I didn't know he did that, Brady, and I, I thought that was kind of weird." And then he, and then he also said. He said he posted on his Instagram and stuff that he was in London with the team when the because I, I didn't know people on the practice squad traveled. Do you travel if you're just in the practice squad? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't I know. Don't, I mean, it's just I don't think so. You're you're definitely. So I don't. I mean, you're not. Active, maybe they did not. for that. I I I don't know, but interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. He, I mean, that would make if Lawrence is out, that would make him number two, right? I would think right now. Yeah. So hey, now. He, you know, Nathan, and I would uh, encourage everyone to go back and listen to the to Nathan Rourke episode. I can't mm -hmm. remember which one it was, but uh, should be easily found. You know, yeah. he, he had some really unfortunate things happen to him when, you know, when he was trying to, you know, uh, plan out his next steps after college yeah. football. Some really unfortunate things. But, you know, he's one of our, one of the favorite, my favorite guests that we had just because you could tell when he, just the way that he talked and and uh, 
carried himself that his his faith in God was just so great. And you know, I I think if he does get that opportunity, there could be a lot of pressure on him. But I don't think he'll feel that much pressure. I think he's going he will he will be he's I think he's going to be very grateful, and uh, he'll be he'll be able yeah. to handle that. You yeah. Know? Now, you know the 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 physicality and the uh, the challenge of the game is a completely different yeah. story but that's why that's why pressure is such a big thing because in your mind and we talk about it all the time how much you know how much of sports are, are mental yeah and that's what we're talking about right now is you know how we how we deal with things how we handle situations and it can cripple you it could it, it could it can not just make you bad it could you know it could render you useless on a, on yeah. a, on a, on a, on a, in a sports venue. It really can. I wonder if, if, like if fear and pressure are actually linked, like, I wonder if it, if it's actually like, if you, if you ask yourself, cause I'm just sitting over here trying to think as we're talking about this, what actually is pressure, right? What is it? Where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there is some link to fear yeah, causing pressure. So. Like, for example, what is it that you're like? Th- think about how these things might create pressure in a player: fear of disappointing your coach, fear of embarrassment from failure, yeah. fear of losing your spot on the team. Right. Right. Um, fear of um, just not not playing. Per- fear of making mistakes. Right. Making mistakes, not playing perfectly. Like these are all things that. I think go through every athlete's mind and those are all things that are as they build up in you they're creating that that pressure yeah and they're all result based they're all results based and they also are they are all are also all out of your control true fully right yeah. not like they're not fully within your control right there are some aspects of those things that you can't control but you can't control if somebody's disappointed in you Right. I mean, you can't you can't control your playing time. You can't control uh, uh, playing perfectly. The, things are going to happen. Sure. You know. Yeah. And so point. you got to focus on this moment, this play, this time, which is a part of your approach. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this you know. breath. Focus on this breath, and then you'd be amazed at how much re- stress relief goes. You know, there and that's is. Brian Kane, right? Yeah. So yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. You know, one of his one of the big things that Brian Kane does is. You know, you, you have that focal point. You take a deep breath. You 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 know you you do the uh, movement that or the trigger. I guess I think he calls it yeah. the trigger that brings you back into focus, and then you, you know you're ready to go. He's talking about that moment. You know, what are you what are you what are you focused on right at that moment? That's what's important. Yeah, doing your job. Yeah. you know, performing an action. You know, not worrying about what's going to happen afterwards, but doing you know what you need to do, and that's true. That's you know we teach that one and after errors, after mistakes, right? We want our players to be able to you know if they make an error, we don't want them to collapse on the field and be distraught. They have something to do after they make an mm-hmm. error, yep. right? And, and we practice that, right? Yeah. I mean, we practice those situations where we say, okay, you're going to fail, you're going to be put in this situation where everyone's going to say, oh. And yeah. there's pressure on you, you know, because yeah. you just failed. What are you going to do now? What's next? There's a process behind that. Right. You shouldn't focus on the failure. Yep. You know, you focus on what, what your job is, what you need to do next. I would yeah. say people that uh, are procrastinating, waiting until the deadline to get something done, 
they're really not focusing too much on a process. Not to the last minute, at least. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, they, no, they're not. I may not be at all. I mean, it's it's yeah. They're focused on. I just got to get this done. Yeah. Just, I just got to get this done. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's a good point. I mean, I've done that before. I think. Well, uh, sure. You know, I know that there's people that, but yeah, you know, I think. I I've been I've been living that way this entire semester, <laughs> and it, and here's the funny thing you about have it. Like, not. No, well, with the class that I'm teaching, you have not. Listen, You're so prepared for that class. It's stupid. on a weekly basis. My entire weekend is, is you ask my family what I'm doing. I'm sitting in the same chair every Sunday night, every weekend, is every moment I've got that's free, and I'm working on the next week. Of, I'm I'm week by yes. week on this, and the only reason for that is because I I knew I was going to teach it in the spring, so I had I had September, October, November, December to get ready, and then. I get approached, you know, don't, I mean, I'm fine. I love it. I, I'm the one that said yes. Like I didn't have to say yes, but I get approached by the journalism you know, director and said, would you teach this, this semester? Well, that was two weeks, two weeks to prepare for right. something that I have never done before. Right. I've been an instructor of record. Yeah. And so, but here's the thing, Pat, like, like my, my, I was sitting down with my boss when we were talking and you know, just check in meeting and like, how are you doing? I'm like, I, this has been one of the most fun semesters for me that I've had since, since the first couple of years working here. And I think it's because one, I'm doing some things that are fresh and new, but, but I, I also feel like, and I said this, I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm pressured every week to get this thing, to get this class ready to go. And but I feel like I work really well under pressure. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was going to do it. You I was going to say it before you got it I, out. Yeah. But. So I, I don't know. I, do, I, I, I would I, say that if you would ask people that know you and, and know the things that you do, they would agree with that, that you work well yeah. under pressure. I think you just, you're, you, you're a really good organizer and you're able to, you're able to plan moments to take care of a bunch of different things. I think that's what well, you're good you have you, to, I mean, you, if, if you're so doing what, a bunch of things, then you have to. Be, you what you're doing though is you're alleviating that pressure. Sure. <laughs> you know, because you, you know, and you've done it before. You, you know, it's something that you're used to doing. So you kind of know how to do it. And you just said the key every weekend you're sitting down <laughs> and you're preparing for class that week. And I don't like it because well, yeah, it's not it takes, something like takes up time. Sure. And, you know. and I wouldn't normally be waiting that long. I wouldn't normally be doing this week's lesson a few days Beforehand, well, you're, right? you're never going to do it again after this. Well, after yeah. this, I mean, aside from keeping up, you know, keeping right. it's, it's, it's a topic that has to. It's constantly changing. So sure, but you're going to be able right. to do that ahead of time. The, the, this is the just... base, the foundation of everything. The skeleton is always going to be there. Yeah, 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 I didn't even have a skeleton. I felt that way my first year of coaching. Yeah, you know, I came in. I was. What was I? When was I hired? I'm trying to think. Was I hired in November? At any rate, there was a very. After, yeah, after a normal yeah, thinking through the there's a very there was a very you know limited amount of time to to do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. One of those things was learn everything that I had to do. Yeah, you know as, a, I mean? as a first time head coach, right? Varsity so, head coach, you know, yeah. and and I'll be honest with you, coach, I don't like that. I'm a I don't know if you've ever heard of the disc assessment personality test, but I'm yeah. a I'm a I'm a C 
personality. I like things. Well, I mean, we've talked about uh-huh. I mean, my, my practice plans. Like, you know, I, my practice plans. Are I kind of land second. there too, actually. Yeah, but I, here's where you don't land. Yeah, when, I, have when, a, I have a mix, but that's the heavy. That's the C is the heavy one on me. But but I also have a mix of, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. What, S? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I have a little bit, but I'm more C. I'm like heavy C, a yeah. little bit S. But no, I'm saying that if I, you, I thought you were saying that's what you do with your practice plans. And I know you do. When I don't, when I'm not, when we're not following my practice plan, I feel pressure. <laughs> You've told me that before. I don't like it. Yeah. Like I want to follow, like when we're feeling, following practice, my player, you can ask him. I'll I'll, I'll celebrate it. We're, we're he's energized. Let's yeah. do it. This is a great practice. You know, we might not be college anything, but we're following <laughs> the play. You know what I mean? So checked off all the boxes. Yeah, but so yeah, I just but you know you you take steps to make yourself feel better mm-hmm. about that preparation, and even in the situation where you've had a limited amount of time to do what you're doing, you're you're making sure okay, I'm I'm setting aside this time every every weekend so that when Tuesday afternoon comes around and, and Pat comes in to do the podcast, I don't need to right. know, say, well, we can't do it today. I'm going to, I'm going to do something else. I mean, you, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we, we got class honestly, we shouldn't, hours. we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be recording right now. Honestly, right. you should be, you know what I mean? Right. But you've, you've, you've figured out, you, you have a way of fitting everything. Yeah. If it surely were waiting to the last minute, then this would be prep time. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and we're not. Yeah. Gotcha. It's because you work well, well under pressure. Is that what it is? <laughs> so, it's not a real thing. I think you know. I don't know. I don't know what what everyone will take away from our conversation today. But you you said something that was really good uh, earlier in our conversation. That was, you know, for us. And I would say it's true as coaches too. You know, as coaches, as parents, and you know, it could be. It's true for as teammates too. You know. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be intentional about you know not putting additional pressure uh, on people. You know, let's let's not uh, let's let's try to you know, keep them focused on on what they're doing as opposed to yeah um, making it more difficult. And that might that kind of, that that probably goes into the conversation we had a few weeks ago or a couple of weeks ago about uh, you know the parents coaching from the sideline and things like that. Uh, well, know, even you, let's even let's even let's. It, even the coach then like even the like because i mean there what are some of the little things that we say that probably increase that pressure it in, incre- to define that in, increases the fear in the athlete's mind of not accomplishing the outcome that we're hoping that he's going to accomplish in that moment right honestly you here's know one it I could be, be anything one. but yeah what? Hey, hey come on man we need you here <laughs> oh yeah you ever say that need hey, one kid hey need you here and that kid's like oh they need me here yeah but I you need i you know, and some kids that, all right, that step up to that moment. Some kids, you but know, you know what we need in those moments. You're the right man for the spot. We need them to have their same approach that they always have. We need them to, mm-hmm. you know, trust who they are as players. We, it, we're we're not. What we're saying is, if you do that, we like our chances of the outcome. We're not really saying we need you for this certain outcome, although we do. Yeah, in my mind, if there's a guy on second base and the guy comes up to bat, and I'm thinking, you want to trace? I really it's need a you double, to uh, it right Yeah, here. right. But you know, we know that that doesn't happen all the time. So it's like, you know, what do we want them to do? We want them to go up there, and we want them to, you know, to go through their steps. We want them to think about, you know, what they're what they're going to see next. We want them to, you know, to 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 use the the approach that they know is going to give them the best chance to succeed. Mm-hmm. And even if they do that, they may not succeed. Yeah. Does that mean they failed? I don't think so. 
I think you have a job to do in that situation. Your job is to go up there and, you know, take good cuts, you know, be focused, you know, swing at good pitches, right? If you do that, you can still, you can still fail. Sure. But you're, you're, we're talking about the result now. But you, yeah. Did you succeed in your approach? Right. And if you succeeded in your approach, you're going to be more successful. And just got beat. Exactly. Then, and that's the game. Yeah, I mean, that's that's right. why we love that the game happens. so much because yeah. that's that's you know that's part of it. Yeah. So, good stuff. Yes. Who you got winning the World Series? Who you got in? I'll tell you, the Phillies are looking good. I know. I kind of I kind of feel I'm, Bryce Harper's getting to that time in his career where, like, I didn't really like him when he first came in, but oh, the, really? the order he gets like you it was like was... Brett Favre. I didn't like Brett Favre, but by the time he was retired, I'm like. Dude, Brett Favre. You wouldn't He's win. He's a man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the same thing happened with Tom Brady. The respect. Yeah. I couldn't stand Tom Brady, right? For years. But really, then at the end of the at the end of his career, I was like, man, there's just nobody better. He's just he's I, I, something happens, I think, and I'm feeling that for Bryce Harper right now. Like, I want to see this guy win. Yeah. I have that. I had that for John Elway. The pressure is on. Can you believe that? pressure is on you have it for who i had it for john elway like i read it for john oh elway yeah yeah oh, wow i don't believe that yeah i hate it that's him. amazing I hated his but yeah i felt the same thing <laughs> i felt the same thing yeah it felt good for him when he finally won it yeah i'm a softy what can yeah. i say i read for that freaking ernest minor jeez wasn't his fault slaughter missed a block <laughs> is that what it was no yeah. <laughs> slaughter reggie langhorn i think missed a block Heck, it wasn't just that. Elway went 90. Oh, I know. You know. He was unstoppable. The, I mean, the they hiked a ball off of a guy's hip. A guy in motion ran through. They hiked it off of his hip. Elway caught it and still threw for the first down. That was a third down play. We've got a squirrel outside the window listening to him. He's asking. He's like, he's like, did you guys put some pressure on this acorn and help me get it out of here? <laughs> See what I did there? They're pressuring the diamonds. They're pressuring the That's acorn. That's right. That's right. Thanks for listening to us ramble, everyone. <laughs>